From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 22nd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The United Auto Workers strike has expanded and two more Ohio plants are now involved. UAW President Sean Fain called on union members at General Motors and Stellantis plants to join the nearly 13,000 already striking at plants in Toledo, Missouri, and Michigan. All of the parts distribution facilities at General Motors and Stellantis are being called to stand up and strike. We will be striking 38 locations across 20 states, across all nine regions of the UAW. The strike now includes a GM plant in Westchester near Cincinnati and a Stellantis facility in Streetsboro outside of Cleveland. Ford was spared additional strikes because the company has met some of the union's demands. In Columbus, targeted threats against a suburban high school canceled classes for a second consecutive day. The new threat sent to the principal of Worthington Kilbourne High School specifically mentioned shooting black students. The school was closed yesterday after a threat referring to both a bomb and shootings was emailed to a staff member. And Chillicothe schools also received a threat that was found to not be credible. Northwest Ohio's largest employer is cutting more jobs. Here's ONN's Tiffany Tarpley with the story. ProMedica laid off about 20 administrative workers. A spokesperson tells us the cuts come from across the health care system. ProMedica let go of 250 people earlier this year, as well as dozens of skilled nursing facilities and its home hospice business. Well, the nonprofit posted nearly a $40 million operating loss for the second quarter of 2023. In the newsroom, Tiffany Tarpley. Norfolk Southern broke ground Thursday on a new training facility for first responders in East Palestine. ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland reports. Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw and East Palestine officials held a ceremony to kick off construction for the new center. This will help train first responders from Ohio and Pennsylvania on how to respond to emergencies on railroad tracks. It's part of the company's response to the derailment, of course, that happened back in February. I'm Stephanie Haney. Governor Mike DeWine has announced plans to install more than 130 boxes with naloxone, also known as Narcan, at 65 rest areas across the state. More from ONN's Jay Crawford. He said this is a critical move in combating the opioid crisis. The plan is being put into action with Recovery Ohio, ODOT, and the Ohio Department of Health's Project On. In 2022, 4,900 people died from drug overdoses in Ohio. The Ohio Department of Health says that is four times greater than the number of lives lost in car crashes over that same period. Voters in Bell Fountain in Logan County are being asked in November if drag performances should be allowed in public or where children are present. ONN's Kiana Deitches has more. In November, voters will decide on a city ordinance that would classify drag shows as adult cabaret performances and prohibit them from being performed on public property or were viewable by a minor. The proposed ordinance has similar language to House Bill 245 proposed in the Ohio House. It seeks to prohibit drag queen performances in public as well. Reporting in Bell Fountain, Kiana Deitches. A judge heard arguments yesterday from both sides in the lawsuit that some state Board of Education members filed against Governor DeWine and the state of Ohio. ONN's Tara Jabor has the story. 
The board members do not want the governor to have control over the state board of education. They argued in court that giving power to the governor would violate the Constitution. They say it's a constitutional requirement to have a state board of education and superintendent, and that's why they want a temporary restraining order to pause Governor DeWine from taking over the board on October 2nd. The state argued that only seven of the 19 members of the board want to fight this change, and that's a minority. Reporting in Columbus, Tara Jabor. With less than a week to go before the next Republican presidential debate, Ohio native and Republican presidential hopeful Vivek Ramaswamy held his first campaign event in Ohio yesterday. ONN political reporter Doug Petcash has more. Ramaswamy called China America's biggest adversary, and he says the key to securing America's place in the world is by declaring independence from communist China. Ramaswamy says one of the keys to breaking free from Chinese influence is by ensuring America's semiconductor independence from Taiwan. The fact that we ever got here, the fact that our entire modern way of life depended on a set of islands off the southeast coast of China is a shame. We must learn from our past or we're destined to make the same mistakes again. On to say to fix the problem, semiconductor production, more of it, must be brought back to America. Ticket resale website StubHub says tomorrow night's OSU versus Notre Dame matchup is the most sought-after college football game ticket this season. Demand is even higher than for the OSU-Michigan game on November 25th. And two is always better than one, and tiger cubs are no exception. ONN's Angela Ann explains. The Toledo Zoo has announced the birth of twin tiger cubs. They are spending their first few months of life off exhibit, but the cubs were born on July 20th to mom Taylor and father Titan. Taylor and Titan also welcomed twins back in 2021. The zoo plans to announce the Cubs' genders and a naming contest next week. Angela Ann, ONN News. Special thanks to our TV affiliates WBNS in Columbus, WKYC in Cleveland, and WTOL in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.